the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning. Welcome this morning to Spotlight. Uh, I'm I'm excited to be here today. Uh, it's it's been been a crazy day today so far, uh, and it's those days that sometimes I'm more more thankful to be here than others. Thankful that I just made it. Uh, I'm excited to announce our guest for today. If, now, if you're listening live to the show, it's the beginning of January. Uh, everybody's making New Year's goals. In fact, I was talking to my friend the other day. She posted something on Facebook, and she said the gym is crazy this time of year. For those of of you who don't know, in my, one of my past lives, I was actually a personal trainer, uh, did a lot with health and fitness, managed a gym for a while, and even created a program where teachers got continuing education credits for working out. That's right. I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life. But one of the things I always noticed is that there would be this huge influx of people that would come to the gym in January. And, uh, you know, they'd, they'd have these goals like some of them crazy goals like I want to lose 10 pounds in a week or hey I'm going to work out every single day for five hours a day and uh, it was it was those people that had the unrealistic goals that unfortunately usually failed but one thing I noticed is February is a little lighter than January March is even a little lighter by the time we got into April and May the gym was empty again and I always thought to myself you know what is it about resolutions why are people not sticking to them what is it that that really makes us fail and I think one of those things is we don't celebrate the little successes and uh, so here today, I have a guest who uh, is an expert. It is, in fact, he's a doctor. Dr. Joe is what we call him, actually, Dr. Joe Casper. And he's going to talk to us today a little bit about those goals and resolutions and and what is it that really makes those work and, and doesn't make those work. So, Dr. Joe, are you here on the line? We got Dr. Joe. Dr. Joe, I just got a question mark. I don't know. Matt, we got Dr. Joe? Got oh, I'm here. There you are, Dr. Joe. Welcome to have you here. You had me sweating bullets there for a minute. I'm thinking, oh boy, I'm going to have to be doing the show all by myself. Uh, but <laughs> g- glad to have you on, Dr. Joe. Uh, you know, we're just talking about resolutions, obviously, and um, and wanted to introduce you to the audience. Now, one thing I do, I've gotten to know you quite well. I've uh, been to a couple of different events with you, but one thing I like to do, as soon as my guests come on, I like to have them brag a little bit about themselves. In fact, I give them permission to brag. So the first thing I want to do is give you permission, Dr. Joe, to brag about yourself. So what are some of the things that you're good at, your accomplishments? I'm giving you full permission. Go ahead and brag away. Well, I'll tell you what I'm not good at. I'm not a handyman. I can't fix anything in a house. <laughs> I'm not a mechanic, but um, I'm pretty good at fixing the human body. I'm really blessed that mm-hmm. um, in the last 30 years, I've helped a number of people to accomplish some great things. And it's really an honor and a blessing to, uh, let's see, I fixed my father's stroke. I got my mom uh, diagnosed with cancer twice. We fixed that. She never had it. The, do- the lab made mistakes. Uh, I got a guy uh-huh. this past year off the kidney transplant list, which I think is amazing because that doesn't usually happen. And yeah. um, I've had people lose a lot of weight and actually keep it off. So if my sink if can. if my sink breaks, I shouldn't call you. But if I get diagnosed with a major disease or need to lose weight, you're the guy I go to, right? 
Yeah, Allison, based on your body <laughs> frame, you will never have a weight problem. Your genetics are, are too superior, <laughs> unless something happens. Okay. All right. Well, well, that's good. That's good. Thank you, Dr. Joe, for that uh, for that compliment there. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this because you're in the health and fitness industry. And I want to hear a little bit about your background and how you got into this. But before we do that, I really want to understand why is it do you think that people fail when it comes to goals and resolutions? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Everybody out there listening to the show has set some kind of goal or resolution that they failed at. So so what is the cause of that failure? Okay, well, let me talk about a couple of things if I can. Now, now let's, let's look at the New Year's resolutions that happen every year since mm-hmm. time began. Lose weight, make more money, and quit smoking. Aren't those the three major ones? Uh, yeah, yeah, I hear that all the time. Well, and, you know, not even just quit smoking, be quit whatever you're doing, right? So you want right. <laughs> you you to lose something, you want to gain something, and you want to quit something, right? So, because so, as, as, I wrote an article about this a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. And when I think about people getting healthy, and, and I, let's be logical, okay, because people like to lie to themselves. They do. I mean, it's okay, but people do. So I, I, I use my mom as an example for, uh, for the smoking situation. My mom started smoking at the age of 12, which is horrible. Yeah. And she quit at the age of 48. And she just went cold turkey. She says, I'm done. And that was it. She handed me a cigarette. <clears throat> I flushed them down the toilet. And now my mom's 80 years old and, has, and thinks it's the most disgusting habit in the world. Wow. And I know, and, and not that it works for everyone, but I know another, some other people who quit smoking, they've never gone back. Okay, now let's go to the next thing. Let's go to the whole, the whole money thing, okay, the okay. money thing. So you and I both know people have been dead broke, correct? We know them, right? Yeah, yeah. We also know people well, I've been, been dead, dead broke, broke before. I mean, being totally honest with you, I've been dead broke before. Probably most I, of us haven't. Have <laughs> yeah, we good. know people who have yeah, been, we all, we've all been there, yeah. We also know people who have been dead broke, and within a year or so, they got to become a millionaire. Yeah. And they worked it, they worked it right. And so I've always felt that the money and the smoking is more realistic than the weight, because cause here's, here's the issue with the mm-hmm. whole weight thing yeah. and the health thing. One thing that, that a lot of health professionals and regular people don't do is they don't, they're not realistic. So let's look at your habits. Well, you, you know, that's exactly, just, just real quick, that's exactly what I saw at the gym. I mean, people would come in and they would be like, I want to lose 10 pounds this week. Or they're like, I want to exercise an hour every day of the week, seven days a week, or two hours or three hours. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, it's not really sustainable. That's not realistic. Not. So I, to- I totally agree with you there, yeah. And, and I use an example here. Is, uh, as you know, I think uh, I'm going on in a couple of weeks. I'm going on Internet Marketers Cruise. I go on every year. This yeah. is my ninth one. Yeah. Okay. And every year on that cruise, I lose, and I'm, I'm in shape. I've been fit my whole life since birth. And I lose 7 to 10 pounds on that cruise every year. I don't gain weight. I lose. And I gain it back as healthy as I am. So I got to look at it this way. If a person like me who's been in health their whole life loses 7 to 10 pounds and gains it back, the rest of the world it's imp- almost impossible because what I'm doing on that cruise is okay. I am on my feet more. I'm speaking, I'm doing this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting less sleep. So, so in other words, I am doing what I don't normally do. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. So if you don't normally exercise, eat healthy, take the right supplements, whatever it is, and that's not who you are, how could you change within a week or two? or three or it's not who you are as a person so what you're talking about is what you're talking about just to clarify is is not as much making a short-term adjustment but you're talking about actually becoming 
a new person bringing those habits into your being uh, with the healthy eating, with the vitamins, things like that, and and making that part of who you are, not just what you're doing. Is that kind of what I'm hearing from you? Yeah, yes, and it, 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 right, and, and everything affects everything. So, in, in other words, mm-hmm. how many entrepreneurs that you know and I know <clears throat> who are whether into speaking or health or whatever, they're out of shape. Yeah, you know, because they're, they're they're about busy, busy, busy. Well, let, let's be real. Time. When you're on the road, it's tough. I mean, you, you, what, what, are, what are your eating no, no, options and what are no, your, come on, you've got to admit, no, it's a little no, hard. I'm, I'm, I'm going to argue with you, no. I'm okay. going to be respectful, but here's the point. Yeah. An excuse is a well-thought-out lie. No. If you want to adapt, you can. Okay? Look for the better choices. I know people that pack their food. I mean, I mean, you can make it happen if you want to. Think about this. If your child or someone's child was ill, God forbid, had a disease, and the doctor said, they got to eat a certain way or they're going to die. As a parent, what would you do? They would have their lunch packed. You would do whatever it took, correct? Yeah. Then why wouldn't you do it for yourself? You know, that's so interesting. I want to share an experience with you real quick, Dr. Joe. And then before we go too much down this path, I want to hear a little bit about your story and how you got into this because it is a pretty incredible story. But, you know, what you're saying is so resonating with me. I, I recently, I have a loved one that was diagnosed with a... Uh, with a pretty, pretty horrible lung problem. And um, I can't remember what it's called. I'm so horrible about remembering these names. But basically, it, it is a problem that's aggravated by sugar. It's aggravated by, you know, dairy and by foods that aren't healthy. And uh, this, this person in my family had a huge wake-up call and realized that a lot of his eating habits have been affecting his health and some of them are irreversible and in order to continue even living or with any quality of lifestyle he has to completely change um, what he's eating and become a new person and it's hard because he's really struggling with that but you know there are some real health challenges and I know that it's so easy for him or for me or for whoever we are to take care of the people around us but when it comes to ourselves you know we don't even realize the damage that we're doing to our body. So um, what you're saying is totally resonating with me. Well, Dr. Joe, before we go too much along this path, and I totally agree with what you're saying, it's very interesting. I know you're going to have some action steps for us later and some things that we can actually take away and do. I want to hear a little bit about how you got into this. I Obviously, I can hear an accent in your voice. I know where you're from, but the other people listening don't. Um, where did you grow up? What's your story? And why did you get into this? Obviously, you're passionate about it. What what What, what happened? Well, I grew up in Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm sure you could tell by my accent. <laughs> well, no, I can't. That's not, that's not <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I, I have a New York accent. I'm from uh, the Bronx and Staten Island, but yeah. it's not as thick as Tony Danza, you know, the actor who's right. obviously from Brooklyn. He's even more hardcore than me, his accent. But but it's very simple. Um, I grew up when I was younger. I remembered, and this is why I probably got into health. I was six years old, and we had my aunt die, okay? And I remember my father saying, well, she's, she passed away, and I go, what do you mean? And, well, she's not coming back. Where is she going? Mm-hmm. And I, I go, I, I didn't understand. I'm like, wow, well, yeah. people go, and they don't come back? I didn't get it. And I was always fearful of death. My whole life, I've been afraid of death, I admit it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coming clean, and people don't want to hear it, but it's true. I, I have always been afraid of death. And my, my objective, very simple, is let's defeat it as long as we can. I know some people in, in cultures, they like to talk about they're in a better place. I get it. But let's be realistic, Allison. Wouldn't most people rather live to be 100 and healthy than die at, at 60 or 70? 
you know, let's be realistic. Wouldn't you rather see your, your, your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids, and be healthy and spend time with people? Wouldn't you rather do that to be gone? Yeah. Or am I wrong to say that? Tell me. I want to know, really. Maybe no, no. It, you know, I, I agree with you. It's something that I've thought a lot about lately. I just last week was visiting my great aunt in a retirement center and realized she's the same age as another lady I know. My, you know, my great aunt uh, is, is lying there on bed, ba- basically can't move. You know, she has to be turned over by a nurse and her head propped up. And, and bless her heart, I love her so much. But she's the same age as a, another lady I know, a friend that I have who's golfing every day who's playing with yeah. her grandkids who's doing and I just you know I, I look back at my aunt's life and can kind of see some of the health habits that led her there but you know I'm thinking if I'm going to keep living and I'm going to live to a certain age I want to live the best quality of life that I can I want to enjoy the people around me I want to be doing the things that I love to do I want to be living the life that was meant to be or at least you know and I understand there's some health challenges and problems that people have I don't ever want to look back and say hey I'm not living the quality of life that I want to live because I ate that or because I didn't do this or because I you know didn't take the time to exercise so that's something that uh, you know that's something I, I don't want to look back at the end of my life and say I didn't do everything that I could do to 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 give the best to the people around me yeah no you're right Alice. and most people really they talk, they talk a big game so going back to what I was saying about this so, so I was younger and, and I remember I was always kind of like, oh, wow, and people go. And, they, and, and you know, I, I ate sugar and I ate all this stuff when I was a little kid, of course. I mean, we had a candy section in my house. It's crazy. <laughs> but I'm convinced now that a lot of people's health issues, it's not so much the sugar, it's the chemicals in the food. Hmm. There's more chemicals in processing than ever. So- and, 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 mm-hmm. and the government knows that by doing that, it's going to make you, you know, I, I remember when, when, when fat-free cookies came out in the late 90s, I would go to the supermarket. I was in graduate school, and I need a whole box driving home. Mm-hmm. And I'm, okay, there's no fat in it. It's fine. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm so hungry. You know? Yeah. yeah and then, yeah. I, then obviously I figured out it was garbage. But, yeah, so, so, so all these things happen. And, you know, you're a teenager. You know, I, I ate stuff, but I also knew at a certain age it hit me. And when I was a, a junior in college, here's when it really hit me. Mm-hmm. I was 20. My dad was 50. I'm 51 right now. My dad was, my dad was turned 50. And here was a crazy, here's the craziest thing. You guys will like this story. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll probably not like it, but you'll resonate with it. So when my dad was a junior in college, <clears throat> my grandfather was a professional baseball player. He was a minor league baseball player, my mm-hmm. grandfather. And my dad came home from, he wasn't playing at this time. I'm sure he's retired. But he, my father came home from college. He went to Muhlenberg College in Pennsylvania. My dad came home to Long Island. Mm-hmm. So he grew up, and his father had a heart attack in his arms and died. That's horrible. So when your dad was a junior in college, his father, yes. who was your grandfather, had a heart attack in your dad's arms and died. And died, yes. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Hear me out on this. Now, yeah. I'm a junior in college, okay? Mm-hmm. And we were, we were playing, um, actually, it's funny, we were at my college, Cortland, upstate New York, was playing a tournament in Long Island. It's kind of ironic that was. So I went home to get some stuff because I, you know, whatever. And a girl from my high school went to Cortland with me, which is a big exercise science school in upstate New York. She was supposed to pick me up at nine o'clock in the morning. And she was late because she was working on a paper or whatever. So we didn't leave till like 12 and I didn't get home till like almost five. Mm-hmm. As I get home, there's people staying on the steps. I guess they're waiting for me. Okay. 
And they came to tell me that my, my, your dad had a slight heart attack, which they mm-hmm. lied. He had a real heart attack. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here was a crazy part. He was off that day. Okay. And I believe my mother was at work. And what happened was, um, one of my neighbors, I, I guess she didn't like the look in his eyes. She goes, I'm going to go take a nap. But somehow she, she had that, like, it's that woman's intuition. You obviously yeah. know what that is. Mm-hmm. Something didn't feel right in her eyes. Because now, if I would have came home on time, okay, mm-hmm. and, and got, got there at, you know, 1 o'clock instead of 5, I would have spoke to my father. He would have said, I'm going to take a nap. I would have said, okay, no problem. And then and I'll see you in a couple hours. And then I would have went to check on him. He would have been ice cold dead. Because, you know, wow. if you have a heart attack and you sleep, you're going to, you know, you die. You yeah. know that. So it's ironic that the same thing almost happened to me as happened to my father. Is that crazy? Yeah. So that girl who was late, I thank her all the time for basically saving my dad's life because she was late. So well, isn't, isn't that nuts? So the same scenario mm-hmm. happened. And I remember saying to myself, this is not going to happen to me when I'm 50. There's no chance. And, and that moment I said, that's it. And, you know, not that I was into bad stuff anyway, but I'm like, I'm going to really get into health. Well, and, yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a huge wake-up call. And now you're 51, and I can I can attest you're in great shape. Uh, you're healthy. You have a lot of energy. So, you know, it's those wake-up calls sometimes that shake us to the very core, and we think, where do we want to be when, we're, when we are that age? So, Dr. Joe, uh, we're going to take a break now. Coming up next, though, I know you're going to give us some tips and some advice so that so that I can live the best life, all of us listening can live the best life possible to the fullest uh, so that, that we can give the most to the people we love around us and uh, be able to to offer what we have to the world. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Dr. Joe Casper. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm here today with the fabulous Dr. Joe Casper. If you're just joining us, uh, Dr. Joe and I have been talking a little bit about why people fail at New Year's New Year's goals or just goals in general and resolutions. And uh, also been talking about some experiences Dr. Joe had as a young child that really helped him be committed uh, to live the healthiest, best life that he could live. So, Dr. Joe, you told us a story about how your grandfather had a heart attack at 50, how your father had a heart attack at 50. You're now 51. You look great. You feel great. So what did you do that was different uh, that all of us can do? Uh, I, I would love to learn from you. I feel like there's some definitely okay. some golden nuggets we could take away from this. Yeah, let me explain this. I, I think when, when I go into a doctor's office who's not a friend of mine, usually, mm-hmm. you know, I have many doctor friends, and usually if not, they don't become my friends, I don't see them anymore because this <laughs> is how it works in my eyes. Yeah. So whenever someone says, well, I want, to, I want to know your family health history, my first answer is I'm not going to follow the behavior. Next question. I understand I have to do that. I mm-hmm. think genetics play a role sometimes, but I think as a society, we're like, well, you know, my mother had cancer, so I'm going to have cancer. And so many people I know have the same illness and disease as their parents. It's kind of like how many people were alcoholics and their parents and their parents and their parents were alcoholics, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I decided I'm not going to have a heart attack, stroke, and become a diabetic like my dad or grandpa. Why should I? Yeah. So it's not going to happen. It's just not. I'm, I'm, I guess maybe I'm being cocky, but I'm too knowledgeable for it to happen. It's just not going Happen. Well, and and I want to bring up just a real quick point here too. There's the whole, uh, you know, the whole point of epigenetics, and epigenetics yeah. you can actually change your DNA and genetics based on your habits and health habits and the things that you pass down to your kids. Those genetic diseases can be changed through your behavior. Not all of them, yes. but some of them. I mean, yes. epigenetics. It's a real scientific fact that if you change your habits. Those genes, your DNA will actually change, and the things you pass along to your children will change. So I just wanted to point right, that out, right. too. Now, one thing I want to be clear is, like, when someone has, let's say, an illness, whether it's, like, HIV or, or someone, with, you know, their, their parents, you know, went to crack or bad stuff and you have an illness, sometimes that stuff, I mean, that's passed on. You can't always help that. that we're not talking about that. We're no. talking about, you know, the heart attacks, the strokes, the diabetes well, and um, weight, weight, quite frankly, people say, well, weight just runs in my family. Well, they have extensive studies. I mean, Google this if you don't believe me, but look up epigenetics and, uh, and yeah. weight. And they've actually, scientists have been able to prove through several numerous studies that you can actually change your DNA based on your habits. So, um, well, you, you can't, but see, Allison, here's the issue I have with society. Let me kind okay. of, I'm going to give yeah, some, yeah. some tips if I can. Is So, and I'm going to use you as an example because people know who you are. So, so you're tall, you're like 5'11", and you're thin. So well, people say, well, I want to look like that. And there are some people, they have a very big bone structure. So genetically, that cannot happen no matter how many diets, weights they lift, you know, marathons they run, it doesn't matter. Correct. Okay. You need to be the best that you can be. So I think we have a really bad habit here of, well, I want to have a model's figure. I want to look like that person. I want to be buff. I want, okay, genetics on their build, yes, and the habits. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be realistic. Okay, so let's be realistic of who you are as a person. So one of the first, can I give some tips here? Is that okay? I would love some tips. I've been waiting for tips. You you go for it. I think a lot of our society is completely dehydrated. Okay, mm-hmm. they do not drink enough purified water. And there's a lot Ooh, of companies... You know what? I just have we- to tell you, you must have heard me. Like, as you asked that question, I was literally taking a drink of water. Just so you know, it says right on there. I'm, I'm going to show everybody on Facebook, purified drinking water. 
So I'm 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 doing it, Doctor Joe. Okay, sorry for that interruption. Yeah, it's okay. And then some people say, "Well, you know, I can't drink that much because then I have to go to the bathroom all the time." So in other words, so they, they, there's an excuse, which is you know we know excuses mm-hmm. are, are well thought out lies, of course. Yeah. So you know what? If you have to go to the bathroom a million times, you have something else going on in your body. Your body needs water, and don't wait till you're super thirsty. So let's mm-hmm. say you did nothing else with your life, nothing, and all you did was double the amount of water you drink every day your health would improve. Your kidney function would be better, your bladder, you would improve right there. That's one simple thing that pretty much every human can do. Oh, that's that's super easy. And you're right, I do hear that all the time. Well, I don't want to go to the bathroom so much. And I'm thinking, we live, well, you know, there can be people listening to this all over the world, but for the most part, everybody in society has an access to a relatively clean bathroom <laughs> somewhere. I'm yes. thinking, okay, if it comes between your health and the potty break, I, you know, I'm going to take the potty break. But, but let me ask you this question because I've heard some things recently and I just want to clarify with you because you're the expert. Can you drink too much water? Yes. Okay. So been, you can, you can overdo that, it. And, and for the most yeah. part, we're going to drink more water. Most people are, but, but just clarify that a little bit because I've seen people with like gallons of water, like I'm going to drink a gallon of water an hour and I'm thinking that cannot be healthy for you. Yeah. They, they showed a few things where actually a couple of people have actually died at marathons from over drinking the water. Wow. Okay, they, they were just guzzling too much mm-hmm. as they ran a race. So what happens is you can almost drown yourself. So in other words, you're drinking, you're drinking, drinking, your body can't, can't absorb all of it. But, that's few and far between. I mean, that, that's less than, 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 a, than an eighth of a percent. I mean, it's so low, <clears throat> but, but it can happen. But again, usually happens during an athletic event. That's when they, they find okay. anyone who's ever died of a water overdose. Uh, it's been from usually a marathon. So, so no couch potatoes have ever died from uh, yeah, overdose I mean, water. I, I guess it could, but yeah. reality-wise, probably not. Let's, okay. We've got to be realistic. So, so that's something I really, you have a better chance of getting hit by a car in front of your house than you do of, of, of overdosing on water. So let's talk about how much water we should drink. And, and don't give me ounces and stuff like that. I never know that. I'm not going to. You know, I have like a regular size water bottle here uh, that I'm drinking right now during the show. How many of these should I be drinking a day? Well, first of all, Allison, I don't know. I haven't done your blood work, okay? Oh, I don't okay. know your activity level 100%. <clears throat> I don't the temperature, the, where you are. I mean, there's so many factors. Here's a reality. Let, let's be... Do not wait till you're thirsty to drink. So in other words, let's say, example, okay. you're like, well, I'm a little thirsty, but I'll wait an hour because I'm busy on my work. No, then take a sip. So mm-hmm. just don't wait. I just got another sip of water. So I think to do the oh. whole measure thing, mm-hmm. it, who's going to really sit there and measure? It's like counting calories. It's mental yeah. exhaustion. Are you really going to sit there and measure all your calories and all your, I mean, mm-hmm. you really have that kind of time? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really great point. I really like your answer because you're right. I mean, the water intake can vary per person for the perfect water intake. But the fact of the matter is, if you're thirsty, take a drink. Just drink more water. If there's one thing that you could do right now, simple, help your life, help you be more healthy. When you get thirsty, drink water. Don't wait. That, that's right. And, and that's the simplest thing. Okay. That, that's one tip. Now, um, you ready for the next one? Oh, yeah. Are you waiting for a drum roll? I can't do Drum roll tip number two, Dr. Joe. Okay. Don't starve yourself. In other words, there's a lot of theories in our eating, whether intermittent fast or do this, do that. But here's a couple of theories with the food, okay? 
Okay, this is a bad time to tell me because I'm like literally driving here. I can't remember the last time this happened. I'm like, I'm really hungry. And I'm thinking I went running this morning and I'm like, crap, I forgot to eat breakfast. I never forget to eat breakfast. So I'm going to feel a little guilty here. I know. I did not mean to do that. I always eat breakfast. But okay. So don't, don't, I know you're going to say don't skip meals, right? Well, well, try not to write. Breakfast stands for for, for breaking fast. That's what that word stands Mm -hmm. for. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of eating programs on there. And you're going to have people who are going to say, this diet, that diet. I'm not going to talk about any of them, okay? Let's do common sense. What can last? Okay? So, don't wait till you're hungry to eat. It means like you're starving. I like that. That's how I have always lived, Dr. Joe. And people are like, wow, you eat so often. And I, I get, I get hangry. Like when it's time for me to eat, I got to eat. And I'm pretty disciplined about that. And, um, and so thank you for that validation. People are like, well, what? You can't go eight or nine hours without eating? And I said, no. <laughs> like I'm a three yeah, to four hour person that. eater and I don't want to be starving before I eat. You know what I found out? And tell me, tell me if this is true. When you wait till you're starving to eat or if you're starving yourself, you actually tend to eat more calories because it's like oh, yeah. that feast or famine. Oh, yeah. So you go to eat instead of, if, if you just had a 200 calorie snack in between meals, maybe you'd have a 400 calorie meal. Well, you didn't have that 200 calorie snack. So you think, well, I haven't eaten in a long time. I'm really hungry. And you have a thousand calorie meal, right? Yep. That's pretty accurate. Yep. Okay. So yeah, drink when you're thirsty, eat when you're hungry. You know, I, I love this. It's it's well, so simple. Okay, no, there's more to it. Okay, okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Don't, keep going. Eat, but don't wait till you're starving. Now, here's the thing too: is there are again, there's programs where it's three meals a day, four, five, six, one a day, mm-hmm. with intermittent fast. There's a million things. Here's what I'm going to say about all this stuff. Okay, drink more water. Don't starve yourself. Okay, and don't do a program, including a cleanse, that you can't keep up with because the human body is not made. To lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight. I would rather you be 20 pounds overweight your entire life than, than to do those kind of things which put stress on your organs. And that's what people don't realize. I don't mm-hmm. care what the studies show, okay? I don't care what the doctor says this, what commercial. He, you know, some guy's on there and he's you know, my age and he looks like he's, he's a bodybuilder or some woman, you know, is, is 50 and looks like she's 20. And, and they say, I do this program. Well, great for them. That's not the norm. Yeah. It's not the norm. Well, and it's very difficult because most people have a job, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they have a job. And think about this, 24 hours in a day, okay? So the average person needs five to seven hours to sleep, okay? They, they work eight hours, they travel, so it's nine right there. So you got nine and six, it's 15 hours gone. You got nine hours left, right, in the day. To work out, eat, have some socialization, see your kids, grandkids. You see my point? Mm-hmm. It's limited. Yeah. And most people spend two hours watching the electronic income reducer, the television. And to, so there's only so much you could do in, in, in your time. Electronic income reducer, I like that. You know, I like what you're saying about that. And I, I do have something to add about that. So I have a brother that's a professional bodybuilder. He's a spokesperson for Diamond Ties and bodybuilding. And, I mean, he looks great. He He's uh, also the fitness director at a gym in his area. And, and you know, he, he is so disciplined and so great, but I'm telling you, that's a full-time job. And I exactly. agree with you. I think people get confused and they get frustrated because they see somebody like my brother and they think, why can't I look like him? Well, guess what? He works at that nine hours a day. That is his job. That's what Correct. he does. And so I, I, I really like what you're saying because it's what I'm hearing from you is, hey, let's be realistic and just 
just like respect your body and love your body. We're given our bodies for a reason. We're given, you know, when we feel thirsty, there's a reason we feel thirsty. When we feel hungry, there's a reason we feel hungry. Don't starve yourself. Don't deprive yourself of water. Just take care of yourself. And and what it really comes down to is love yourself. Like you said in the beginning of the show, like you'd love your child, like you take care of somebody else. If your child came to you and said, mom, dad, I'm starving. Give me something to eat. You wouldn't say, well, you know what, son, why don't you wait another three or four hours? You know, you really, really don't need to eat right now. (laughs) Or if your child came to you and said, oh, I'm really thirsty. Oh, no, you're fine. Go play a little bit more. You know, I mean, we wouldn't do that to our kids. We did. One, one lady I was talking to says, you know, we treat our dogs better than we treat ourselves. We always make sure they have a bowl of water. We always make sure they have food when they eat, you know, when they need to eat. And we measure out the food and we put it in the bowl. And she said, why can't we do that for ourselves? Why can't we have water available? Why can't we say, okay, I'm going to eat three times a day. I'm going to measure my food or I'm going to, you know, eat healthy and just eat. You know, why is they're it not, that not, we... People are not going to do it. Yeah. Listen, here's, I saw something on Facebook the other day. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. But there's some truth to it. This yeah. guy, and again, I don't know if it was a setup. It might have been. But he's going up to people and says, hey, um, you know, they're walking with their dog. They go, how much for your dog? And he goes, nothing. And he goes, here's, a, and he, he opens up a briefcase. I'll give you 100000 in cash for your dog. And every single person said, no way. And then I'm thinking, how many people said, if they said, hey, um, is my boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, yeah. wife, they would actually consider it more. You know, they probably would have said no, but they would have thought about it more than they did with the animal. Mm. You know? Interesting. Crazy, Interesting. isn't how our world works? Yeah. You know? Well, and it so, makes you, so, it makes you think too. You know, are the people you love? Are you enabling them? Uh, you know, I kind of kind of grew up in a in a wonderful family, but love what you know love was shown through food. So it was like if you know the way you show love was the amount of food you make, the kind of food you make, you know, treats and desserts a lot. And I had to kind of shift my focus a little bit to saying, well, yeah, love can still be about food, but because I love the people around me, I'm going to fix them healthy food. You know, as a mother and. Yeah, it, it, you give it out and you can't rescue people. You, 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 listen, I, I have a family flat out. I'll say this. People yeah. know it. Okay. My mother listens to me. That's why she's doing great. You know, with the you know, whole mom, Dr. Joe show, which we're talking about. My mom's doing great. because Now, all the vitamins and the food. I mean, I pay for a lot of stuff, which helps her. But I have members of my family who they would never read my books, never take the vitamins I invent. Never, ever, ever. Because, again, they know me as, in their eyes. That's Joe from when he was seven, eight years old. So... You know, you you're never a prophet in your own land. That's, <laughs> That's the thing. so I true. Gotta, so not, true. Not. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And, and and I know I know my relatives in fact would go to GNC buy crap vitamins. <laughs> even if I gave them for free, they wouldn't take them. They wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware that I wish them well and I would help them in a minute, but they don't want my help. Yeah. They they don't. And I'm learning this. That's true. Help people who want to be helped. So. Um, anyway, so let's get back to these tips. I want to get these in. This is important, Allison. Okay. So we have the water, okay? Don't starve yourself. Very, very important. And, you know, another thing, too, is now, Allison, you know how people talk about going for a walk is a great way for fitness? Yeah. All right, I'm going to tell you this. Watch this. If you're overweight, walking is one of the worst things you could do. Let me say that again, clearly. What? No. If you are overweight, I'm gonna, let me explain this. Okay, okay. okay. You're, you're really going to have to convince me because that's that's a tough one to say. Yeah, it doesn't affect you. Okay. Oh, that's so true. So watch this. Okay. So okay. think about this. I remember when I was younger and I was a distance runner when oh. I was in my teens and 20s, yeah. okay? And you go for five, six, eight, ten mile runs and you see people jogging, whatever. Mm-hmm. And always the thin people were, had a smile on their face. The, the heavy people, the thick people, they didn't look too happy. Yeah. Okay. So certain body frames are not made for it. It's yeah. be logical, okay? 
So if you, a lot of people are having nip and he, uh, knee and hip replacements, aren't they? Lots of them. Yeah, that's true. Big business. So I'll give an example. And again, I use my mother because it's a perfect example. My mom's had double knee replacement. She's 80 years old. Wow. She goes to the gym and lifts weights, okay? Yeah. My, my 22-minute workout program I invented. Very simple. Because everything we do in this world requires some kind of strength. Hmm. Carry the packages, carry your luggage, put stuff in the closet, do this, do that. You need some kind of muscular strength. I'm not saying a bodybuilder like your brother, no, but let's be logical, okay? Mm-hmm. So a person who, again, can't walk a mile or a half mile, my mother cannot without pain, okay? However, she has no problem going to the gym and doing a strength program that I put together because she could do it. Well, you know, you bring so up a really interesting point. What we, you know, being in the, the health and fitness industry, you always hear, you got to push through the pain, no pain, no gain. But no, one thing crap, I've learned, yeah, that is. And, and, and again, it goes along just like what you've been saying all the time. Listen to your body. If yes. your body doesn't like running, don't do it. You've convinced me. You, ha- you have convinced me. And I actually had a doctor tell me I was doing some long distance running for a while. Believe me, it was not for me either. I, my feet started, every time I ran more than five miles, my feet would cramp up. I had my peroneus muscle would cramp up. It would pull my uh, tendon and my foot out. And, and I just never felt good. And finally, you know, it, it took me a while, like a year or so, just to realize my body is not made for long distance running. I do not do well or with long distance anymore. running. Anymore, yeah, because right, yeah. you, right, you, you're 30-something years old, right. Well, no, I, it was like when I was 20-something, this was happening. But still, it okay, was, okay. you know, it's listening to your body. It's saying, okay, that might not be the thing for me. So, I, I you know, you've convinced me. I, I like what I like what you're saying. And the fact that your mom doesn't say, well, I have, have double knee replacement, so I'm not going to work out. You've created and structured a program where she can still go. She can still work out. No excuses. But she's going to do it in a way that works with her body. That, that's brilliant. Correct, correct, that's brilliant. Correct, right, because, right, because if my mm-hmm. mother is in pain or she's too exhausted to come home and, and, be, and go to the movies with her girlfriends and go out to eat with her friends, she's not going to do it because my mother, you know, does the workout. She doesn't love it like I do. <laughs> but my, except my mother goes to a beauty parlor every Friday for her whole life. Yeah. Okay? Or, or, or Saturday, one of the two. And if you said you have a choice of the beauty parlor, don't eat, she won't eat. Yeah. You know, it's not that case, but, yeah. but that's how much she loves that. No, and, so I would and, never take that away from her. I mean, I couldn't. I, I would get knocked out, literally. Yeah, and, and this what, is what, exactly what? why people fail at the gym. It's the people that say, hey, I'm going to starve myself so I can lose 10 pounds, or I'm going to work out two hours a day, and they get burnt out. They can't enjoy life. It's about quality exactly, of life, exactly, right? Exactly. So yeah. it's funny, real quick, Allison. So let's say you said to me, Joe, mm-hmm. I love running. It hurts, but I have to do something similar to running. So I have an alternative, okay, which is called aqua jogging. You put on a vest, you go in deep water, and you jog or sprint in the water without your feet touching the bottom. However, if a person says, hey, I hate the water, I can't do that. So I I think these health professionals, personal trainers, exercise physiologists like me, or even nutrition doctors, when you give someone a program, Mm -hmm. you have to know their likes and their dislikes. Good, good point. And who they are as people. And I think we don't do that enough. We, we, We don't. So take and, a, you know, whenever yeah. someone flies out to come see me or I go to their house, whatever, I, or I customize a program based on their personality, their work schedule, their wife, kids, grandkids, mm-hmm. illness, whatever it may be, because I have to because I want them to be successful. The guy who lost 100 pounds when I got off the kidney transplant list, you know why it happened? Because right. we worked together and what he enjoyed, okay? Yeah. He, he liked the water. He, he likes my workout system. He, you know, he got right. rid of the, the, the vitamins he bought in the store. But he, was, he said, Joe, I'm, I'm open to all this. Yes, I like this. 
And I said, Rick, anything you don't like, tell me. You know, yeah. in fact, the guy is so great, um, Allison. He said, he said, Joe, give out my phone number. Anyone can call me anytime. And I will tell them flat out how you help, how you help save my life, which is yeah. really nice. Well, you know, I, I I love what you're saying. I love so much what you're saying that we're way over for break. <laughs> I've got I've got okay, uh, I've got, I've got my my producer typing. Hey, break, break, break. Uh, so we're going to go to break right now, Doctor John. I'm really having a good conversation with you. This is this is phenomenal, and I enjoy well, yeah, so much sharing these tips and wisdoms. Did you expect to have a bad one with me? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. But, know. you know, I'm, 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 I'm really passionate about this stuff. I'm, I'm excited about it. So when we come back more with Dr. Joe. Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about vitamins with you, Dr. Joe, because I think nutrition's the, the one thing, you know, that uh, is really important that a lot of people are missing. And, and uh, we're going to talk about how we can get find out more about you when we come back. So don't go anywhere. I'm Allison, and uh, this is Spotlight. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And get amplified. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Hello, welcome back to Spotlight. Just enjoying this conversation with Dr. Joe so much. This is something I'm absolutely passionate about. Um, something that uh, people don't know about me, Dr. Joe, and we're going to talk about vitamins in just a minute. But I do want to bring this up too because, you know, a lot of the times this time of year we talk about being overweight and losing weight. And you did, you did bring up a good point. You know, I've had four kids in my life, so yes, I've had some, <laughs> you know, weight gain and weight loss. But, um, you know, I, I kind of went the other route and was uh, struggled with a little bit with anorexia for a while um, after I had my kids. And, you know, so I, I do want to bring that up too. You know, sometimes people uh, see somebody and, and I'll have people often come up to me and say, oh, Allison, I hate you because you're so skinny or something like that. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, it, it, it's not always what it's what it's cracked up to be. And I've had my own fair share of health challenges and I've had to um, battle through those um my health challenges haven't been overweight, but there have been other ones. So I, I really am on board and, and prescribed to the fact that, that we need to 
really take care of our bodies, listen to our bodies, and love ourselves. Um, because that, when that's asking, the best you know, way to I also, you used, you used to be, you're, re, you're a recovering personal trainer, correct? Yeah, yes, that's true. Yes, I am. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things, but it's all about quality of life. And Dr. Joe, I want to talk to you a little bit about vitamins. Um because it, it, these are so controversial. I mean, people say, you know, the bright yellow urine that you have after you take a vitamin means you're just letting go of everything and vitamins really do nothing. And then other people say, "Oh, you got to have vitamins. We're missing so many things in our food today." And other people say, "Well, our food's all enriched, so we don't need vitamins what's the truth about vitamins supplements okay, well here's, here's, uh, see besides being a nutrition doctor i'm also a vitamin formulator so i know exactly what goes on and mm-hmm. i know things i wish i didn't know first okay. of all let me explain a couple of things that, that people need to know when you go to a store or you order vitamins let's say from amazon or an mlm company or or, or you know whole foods whatever it is here's what happens they make a, a certain amount of vitamins they make a lot of them Okay, they go into a holding facility, then they go into a warehouse, and they get shipped out. Mm-hmm. By the time they get in your mouth, they're anywhere from eight months to a year old. Yeah. I had someone once tell me, if you get vitamins in your mouth that are six months old, that's pretty good. Okay. Wow. So, when so I, when but, I but why, 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 does that, why does that matter? Um, okay, very simple. You ever go to the growers or the farmer's markets before in your life? Yeah. You have, right? Yeah, yeah. You ever tasted the tomatoes or the lettuce at those places? That oh, my gosh. That the, the veg- yes, and it, that, that morning or the day before? Yeah, that's one of my favorite places. If you guys want to know something about me that you don't know, it's that I'm a closet farmer's market lover. <laughs> I love, I love well, it because not, they're so I, I, fresh. Yeah, we have not here. Yeah, okay, the fresh the tomatoes, so, the so, crisp lettuce, the fresh right, cheese. Right. Oh, man, I just, yes. Okay, so that lettuce that you get, mm-hmm. okay, let's use lettuce yeah. or sprouts, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. that's, less than 24 hours old. Okay. It's way better than the best organic stuff you could buy in Whole Foods because that, you know, that was shipped or whatever. Wow. So with the vitamins, if, and forget expiration date for a second. Even though expiration date does matter. But so if your vitamins are a week or two old, don't you think they're going to they're gonna break down better than if they're six months, eight months, a year old, logically? Well, logically, it seems to make sense. But, you know, I've just Correct. always thought, well, you know, it's something that's not perishable, so maybe it doesn't matter. It does matter. So here's why. So when I had a lot of vitamin companies come after me for years to sell their products or whatever, almost every vitamin company has a filler, okay? And when I'm talking about magnesium stearate, titanium dioxide, yellow blue dye, and they'll say they're all natural, and then the other ingredients have chemicals. It's all about the money, mm-hmm. and that's sad. Okay, in addition, many vitamin companies have their vitamins made in China and don't tell you. They get away mm-hmm. with it. Okay, and it's funny that I know a company that ships to China because the Chinese people know that the vitamins that they make aren't good for America. It's kind of like the opposite. It's really weird that way because I know things I shouldn't Mm -hmm. even know. So if the vitamins aren't as fresh, okay, then they can't be as potent. It's impossible. It's logic. How do you know how fresh your vitamins are, though? The ones that I make? Because let me explain what I do. I own PowerPack3.com. Probiotic digestive enzyme multivitamin packets, okay? Mm -hmm. My vitamins go from the lab to the patient. That means... I have a lab, a special lab that makes mine. I have no warehouse. Mm-hmm. So I only make a certain amount. I don't make thousands at a time. I don't. Mm-hmm. So when I make them, they're pretty fresh. Maybe a, a couple days old, maybe a week, maybe two weeks old at the most. So the lab makes them and sends them to my clients. I, I, I pay for that special, which most labs will never, ever do. Okay? Also, I have special conveyor belts. So in other words, when you, when you 
if you have enough money, you can call any lab in the country pretty much and say, hey, I got a bunch of money, make me vitamins. And they'll do it, of course. Mm-hmm. This is what they don't tell you. They make so many different kinds. So let's say, example, people have all these allergies, right? right. Well, well, if you have dairy allergies, okay, which is usually cow anyway, why would you want cow whey protein made on the same conveyor belt and the same machinery as, as, your, um, as your probiotics? You know what I'm saying? It could be cross-contamination mm. possibilities. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. think about that. And there's so many allergies now. And, and people correct, have to go to correct. extensive measures. You know, you see that the package of the plain M&Ms made in a facility that manufactures peanuts, but you, you never see that on the back of vitamins. Oh, or you yeah, never yeah, even think to look small. at that. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, interesting. Even the best raw food companies, that's what they'll do. They'll say, manu- and sometimes they're pretty good, but manufactured on machinery that has, let's say, all these things going on. Or yeah. let's say the cleaner ones will say, manufactured you know, with no soy, no nuts, no nothing. And then, however, processed or stored in a warehouse that has those things going on. So it's about money. So the raw food companies will take the vitamins and they'll ship them to a warehouse, you know, that has whey protein. You know, it doesn't, now that contaminant is not as bad as the same machinery as the warehouse, okay? Mm-hmm. But this is what goes on. And it's about volume. That's the, it's, a, it's a volume business. Yeah. And that's, that's the issue. So I always knew one day I would make my own stuff. I'm very meticulous. I'll, I'll go to battle toe-to-toe with anyone in the world, and I prove my point. Now, also, here's another thing with vitamins, Allison, which is sad. They will take people, okay, who are very good-looking women or men who are really built or both, whatever it may be, and they will have them do advertising for them on, on Facebook, on the web, whatever, on a commercial. Yeah. Most of those people don't even take those vitamins. They're paid to say what I know. I know. I know. I I know. Yes, I know way too many fitness models and people that you know they hire them and they run on the machine and they're all sweaty and they say, if you do this machine, you can look like this, or if you have this vitamin, you can look like that's not true. I noticed because a boyfriend told me she gets sixty thousand dollars a year to talk about a vitamin she doesn't take. Yeah, terrible. And, yeah. and, 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 and some, of, some of the people get free ones, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of when you go to powerpackandnumber3.com yeah. and you see all those video testimonials, every one of them is getting my vitamins. They're paying for them. All those doctors, there's one freebie on there. It's my mother. I pay for hers. But every testimonial, here's what I said to them. Tell me how you feel. Hmm. That's it. I didn't tell them what to say. I didn't feed them no information. I said, tell me how you really feel. They said, I, got, I got a lady at home. She, she, she was losing her hair. She takes my vitamins. She's not losing her hair no more. Yeah. You know? I have great things happening, and I never tell people what to say. I, say, I want the truth. So I'm a, I'm a different breed. I've had someone very famous, I can't say who, who said to me, if I were you, I'd make the vitamins in China because you'll make a lot more money, and I said, I'm not doing it. Well, tell me, and, Dr. And Joe. When I heard that, I mm-hmm. realized I'll never do business with this person because I don't trust them. What got you passionate about this? I mean, it, it, that's just, you know... It, I always want to ask people what's their why. I mean, were you taking bad vitamins? Was it just a well, natural here, here, part here, here, of the health like, that I, you were going okay. through? What, how did you get into all this? Here's, here's, here's what happened. Yeah. You know, with my personality, and everyone, you know, I have a PhD in nutrition now, I'm the perfect personality for network marketing. I'm perfect for it. Mm-hmm. I'm a single divorce guy, no children. Okay, I work for myself. No one tells me what to do, right? Okay, I have knowledge. So wouldn't I be the perfect person to be a leader in an MLM company logically, right? Yeah, of course. Perfect, right? However, here's what I found out. They all have chemicals, okay, and fillers, which bothered me. Hmm. They make tons of them, yeah. okay? They're not as clean as they could be. And when I question, and, and question them, they get, and I'm like, wait, I want to have my own thing one day. And I knew it, and it finally happened. Hmm. And, and, and that's, what, that's what my whole goal was. I said, and people said, Joe, you, you're not going to make as much as you could. And I said, that's okay. I want to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. 
I want to do the right thing. I mean, I just finished invented chocolate goat protein. Listen to this. Where the goats, we have no cows in the property, no cross-contamination, and we feed the goats apple cider vinegar. And by the way, that's another tip I forgot. Apple cider vinegar water every morning is absolutely beneficial <laughs> to you. Yeah, it helps your intestines and everything. Yeah, so yeah. You, you see my point. So, yeah. so I did that, and I found that most people in this country, they don't have dairy issues. They have cow issues. Yeah, that's so that's so interesting. And um, I love you telling your passion about this because that's 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 really that's really interesting. And thank you so much for being committed to your to your health and to our health and to be able to do this. So, you know, I've got a question for you. I'm sure there's some other people listening that have a question for you. Uh, Where do we get these vitamins? (laughs) How do we get a hold of you, Dr. Joe? I'll spell it out. Go to www.power.com. P-A-C-K, the number three dot com. I'll say it again. www.power, P-O-W-E-R, P-A-C-K, the number three dot com. You can call the office, 877-347-7839. I'll say it again. 877-347-7839. You can email me, D-R-J-O-E. K-A-S-P-E-R at gmail.com. That's D-R-J-O-E-K-A-S-P-E-R at gmail.com. Dr. Joe Casper at gmail.com with a K. I'll help you as best I can. I can give you a health assessment too. But be careful when you buy vitamins. Be very careful. Most of them are not what you think they are. They're not. Oh, thank you so They're much. Not. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe. You've given some great tips today. You've uh, enlightened me about vitamins and reminded me to listen to my body, be gentle with myself, and uh, and love myself. That's how I'm really going to live a full and enjoyable life. So, Dr. Yes. Joe, uh, something I always do at the end of my show, we have about one minute left. What's your final thing you want to leave our listeners with? If there's one thing they could take away from the show today, what would it be? Life is not a dress rehearsal. Mm. Life is not a dress rehearsal. Thank you so much for that. You're right. We only have got we only have one life. Make the most of it. Take care of your body. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe Casper, for being here today. In fact, I've joined. I've enjoyed this so much, Dr. Joe. I was hoping you come back and do an encore show maybe next month. And I would love for you to bring your mom with you too. Are you open to that? Absolutely, she's a live wire. So yes, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen. Show. Yeah, yeah, I've seen your show. Yeah, Google Ma Dr. Joe show. But we're going to try and get her back here uh, it, next month. Dr. Joe's just agreed to come back next month. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I'm Allison H. Larson. You've been listening to Spotlight. Stay tuned. Where every week we have someone on the show who's worked to transform their own life and now who's working to transform the lives of other people. See you next week. you for making us a part of your week spotlight the allison h larson show can be heard live every tuesday at 1 p.m eastern time and 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america influencers channel now go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show